What's up, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Julia's so funny. Your hair looks great. Thanks, babe. Keep the compliments coming. Just kidding. What's up, everybody? Right Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You got Pat and Jules here today. We hope everybody's having a wonderful day. We, yep, there it is. Okay. That was it. I'm sorry. Had to do it. Yeah. Um, what day is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Well, it's Wednesday for you guys. If you're listening, it's Wednesday. Well, not necessarily it's not Wednesday. Or after. But it's at least past the release date, if you're listening. Um, I just got back a few days ago from Hawaii. It was wonderful. It was a really fun brand trip that I was on with Aral Swim. It was fun. It was great. I'm still feeling a lot of jet lag right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hawaii is amazing. And it was my first time there. I've never been. So um, it definitely like exceeded my expectations. I kind of didn't really know what to expect. Um, but yeah, it was like really cool. Yeah. I mean, the pictures of it looked amazing. Everybody, Everybody who I've known that has gone to Hawaii recommends going there yeah and i think that's like i don't know everybody has a good time there you know coming off of our trip to europe whatever it was a few weeks ago i've been talking to a lot of people and i think we talked about on here i didn't really like paris so many people have said the same thing yeah i was talking to one of my best friends and he was like yeah my parents were recently in europe and uh, he was like, yeah, my dad hated Paris. I think I actually, I said this last night, I was like, I think I'd rather go in the winter or fall. Mm-hmm. I just think it's more of like a fall vibes yeah. there. I'm just saying, like, obviously people who have, like, the negative, like, oh, Paris wasn't my favorite, Paris wasn't great, but everybody who goes to Hawaii, I feel like I've never heard anything bad about it. Like, yeah, people say there's the beaches, there's mountains, yeah. there's just unique stuff to do and see. And do you guys want to hear the story about how I almost drowned? <laughs> Everybody, get ready for Julia to be a little dramatic. I, you weren't there. Yeah, I know. Okay, maybe a little bit dramatic, but because I'm here now to tell a story, I can tell it. So we went on a boat day, which is like pretty typical for like a beach brand thing, you know, like you do a boat day. And we were about to go snorkel. And I was, like, so excited to snorkel in Hawaii. I was, like, this is going to be, like, amazing. We already were seeing, like, turtles everywhere. Like, it was really cool. It's different than, like, East Coast and West Coast, whatever. So we're on the boat, and it's such a windy day. Like, so windy that we can't really do much, even, like, talking until we get behind, like, the cove because then the wind kind of settles. But because of the wind, the waves are, like, it wasn't, like, rocky. Like, I would have been unhappy if it was. It was just, like, pretty rough water. So... Because of the jet lag and then not sleeping and not eating, you know, regularly or whatever, I was already kind of tired, but I was, like, still having a great time. And we were, like, jumping off the boat and, like, doing fun stuff. And then a little bit later, we decided to go snorkeling. And to get to the snorkel spot, you have to swim probably, like, I don't know, like, a good, like, eight minutes to get to, like, the edge where, like, the cove is and where, like, the snorkeling would be. So I'm, like, jumping. I jumped in first, swimming, swimming, swimming. And then all of a sudden I look up and like people are all ahead of me. Like, I guess I fell behind. I'm, I don't know. I think I'm a good swimmer, but in the ocean when it's so windy, like it's really hard to catch your breath at first. Mm-hmm. So then I, you know, when you have like a snorkel on and it's like already kind of hard to breathe, it's like breathing through like a big straw. Like it's just different. So I couldn't catch my breath. 
swimming was getting harder. My body was getting tired. I was like really starting to like hyperventilate. Like Pat thinks I'm being dramatic, but I was not. I don't I, think you're being I dramatic. literally turned around in hopes that the workers on the boat would see me and like throw me a raft or something. And of course they weren't paying attention. So nobody saw me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like really starting to panic, which is obviously just worse. So I'm like trying to float on my back to like take a break, trying to just, I'm like, okay, forget the snorkeling. I'm going to go back to the boat because I like, I just feel like it'll be worse if I yeah. keep going. Um, and just getting back to the boat was like really hard. Like, I don't know. I was like really struggling, like really kind of worried that like nobody was going to see me and I was just going to start drowning. I, I, it was not good. So I made it back to the boat, but like when I got back and like pulled myself up, I was like, I was so out of breath. Like it was really hard. The swimming was hard all because I think of the wind. Like I've snorkeled before and I've been totally fine. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, wait, I don't know. Yeah. It was scary. I don't think you're being dramatic about it. I think you're, I'm sure when you were like in the moment, like, yeah, scary and like your body gets so tired, but I don't think you were like close to drowning. No, like like I, it wasn't like you were being sucked under. You were, your body was tired and, you know, yeah, going to the boat, obviously. But if you also were halfway there, that meant you only had to swim a little further. But then I had and, to stay swimming. Yeah. But, well, if you were looking at reefs or whatever, there was probably. I don't know if that was like you were swimming closer to land. It right? wasn't land, but it was like a big rock. I don't know. I yeah, so I'm sure my body can handle more than I think it can. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but and then with I the think panic. with the swimming too, like panic sets in. Yeah, and then you start like you know your mind starts going, making it hundred. Yeah, and because of that, my breathing was like I it was like hyperventilating type of breathing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't you know I couldn't really stay. I wish I, I had the like flippers on too. I wish I had like a life vest, which they probably had on the boat. Yeah. But they didn't even offer it. And, like, now I'm like, oh, I definitely would have taken that. Like, it would have been yeah. much easier. I would have been able to enjoy myself, you know? Yeah. That would have made, like, snorkeling easy. Yeah. You but can, you like, pretty much float. Able to, like, dive. But, yeah. 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 But I could have taken it off or whatever. Yeah. It was so, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I wanted She's to tell here. Story. She's back. She's... It was just kind of like a scary swimming moment. It made me kind of hate the ocean a little bit. Yeah. Well, the ocean is, I mean, scary. scary. And it was, like, super deep blue water, which is, like, beautiful. But it wasn't, like, Caribbean water where you can, like, see everything. Yeah. And I was, like, we are pretty deep. Like, it is deep down there. You mm-hmm. can't really see. I don't know. And then yeah. we asked the boat guy. We are like, have you seen any sharks around here? And he's, like, oh, we've seen tons of sharks. And I'm, like, <laughs> awesome. Cool. He's, like, what do you do? I was, like, what do you do when you guys see sharks? He's, like, we jump in. I was, like, okay. <laughs> cool. It's the opposite of what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah. We were just watching Shark Week. Was that last night? Yeah. Yeah. It's Thanks. with Chris Hemsworth, you guys, so... So go watch it. So go watch it. We were watching The Bachelor as well. Yeah, Bachelorette. Or The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I don't know if we're loving that season. I-, I liked last night's episode, or the other night's episode. I think that it was like, I think it's going to be dramatic. Yeah. Which is like why we watch. Uh, we haven't watched the last few seasons, just because I feel like we've been busy, and like then you kind of lose interest after missing mm. a season. But then we were like, let's just watch the season, get back into it. Yeah, I think we watched... Rachel and Matt's season. And and then after that, I just felt everything with The Bachelor, because it's been on for so long now, just feels redundant. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, all the couples keep breaking up. It's just like, I don't know. Well, yeah, of course. It's just a dramatic, easy watch show. That's how we like it, though. Yeah. and But everything was always like redundant. Like, okay, these people are going to say they're in love. They're not probably not actually in love. Well, you're hating on it. They're this. Well, I'm saying why we didn't watch it. Because it wasn't like we were, like, excited for something new. Like, this season has the change, so it is something new. But Yeah. 
I don't know. It's good. It's dramatic. You know. Yeah. I like it. It's kind of like, but now watching it because of all the stuff we heard about selling Sunset, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fake. Or, oh, yeah. that's edited that way. You know? it's yeah. But it's fine. Like, I can still watch it and enjoy it while thinking that. But I'm like way more, I feel like just aware of like a lot yeah. of this is not real. Yeah. What could be done by the production and editing yeah. and not. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily how it all went down. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also The Bachelorette is good for us to watch because I stay awake for it, which... It's like the one thing you stay as awake As you guys for. know, I don't usually stay awake. And yeah. and I don't know why. I think it's just something like easy for us to watch and we chit-chat about it. And, and you actually are interested in like the end. Yeah. The outcome. Yeah. Although we were um, visiting with some of my family members and we were getting some good recommendations this week. You did? Yeah, the, um, what's it called? The Bear or Bear something? I think it's, yeah. On Hulu with your favorite lip. Yeah, what's his real name? No idea. forget his name, but from Shameless, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I got another one, The Terminalist. Hmm. Somebody on the trip with me had recommended that one. I think it's with, um, Chris Pratt. Pratt? Yeah. yeah. He's the funny one. Yeah, but he also does like serious like action, yeah. yeah. Movies. He was in uh, the Jurassic Park one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie okay, that's saw. him. Yeah. All right, we're rambling. It's okay. Anything else? Anything new? I don't think so. We have a wedding this weekend. Really excited, excited about that. this wedding. It's my cousin's wedding. Um, so I just have a really cute dress for it. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I've no yeah. I have no idea what I'm wearing. Pat yet. doesn't know what he's I wearing, and I have a cute out. dress. So. I can never live up to what Julia's wearing, so yeah. I just wear something simple. Yeah. Well, maybe you could try. I know. I don't like spending money on stuff like that. No, though. you don't have to spend money. Go look in my closet, then. You know what I have. We're going to put something together. It's going to be fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we have the wedding coming up, which we're excited about, and then scheduled for another trip coming up, which would be cool. Should we get into it? Yeah. All right. So, I don't... It, I don't know why this is a topic that I feel like, well, I guess I do know why it's a topic, right? We're talking about babies. And, you know, Julia and I have now been together, what, seven years total, seven and a half years. We've been married for two plus years. Um, So naturally, everybody asks, when are you guys going to have kids? And that's just the, you know, the natural progression of questions. When are you guys going to get married? When are you going to have kids? All that, blah, blah, blah. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you saw, Julia recently posted a reel or a TikTok, whatever it was, maybe both, and she put her hand on her stomach, and everybody- Not thinking about um, anything. No. You guys already know. I mean, I had mentioned this last episode, but- Yeah. Or two um, ago. And everybody assumed that it was Julia saying she was pregnant, mm-hmm. which she's not. Nope. Um, But, so we're like, let's talk about babies. Yeah, I think it was kind of just like- after that happened and after getting a lot of messages of people being like, oh, you're pregnant or whatever, and I, it didn't offend me, but I know it offends people. I know that it's like kind of an interesting subject, so I figured it would be just a good episode to talk about babies and talk about our thoughts first and then talk about – we wanted to kind of read um, stories or not necessarily stories, but um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Read reasons why, why. reasons why people – aren't having kids or don't want to have kids and i think that because we all know the reasons people do want to have kids 
I feel like. And I feel like because people say, if somebody says that they don't have kids, a lot of times people don't believe them or they think that they're wrong or it's not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So we just kind of, and like, you know, I guess just to put it out there, like we do want to have kids, Mm -hmm. um, but we always talk about it and it's always different reasons or it's just kind of like, it's always a different conversation when we, when we do talk about it and there's times in my in life recently where I'm like, oh, that gives me such a baby fever. And then there's times where I'm like, not doing this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. We um over this past weekend when we were with my family, we were at the um there was like some little event going on in town, so we went and walked over there and there were a million little kids. Just kids all over the place. And my mom was next to me and I was like, Mom, this is really good birth control for me. And she kind of laughed. We both laughed about it. But it, it was it, like there at that event, like the kids were so overwhelming. And even like my my siblings and my in-laws, like they weren't having a great time. The kids were kind of like not having a great time. But we were like, okay, I guess we're just going to stay here because I don't know why we stayed. But we, I guess we didn't stay for that long. But it just was like... I don't know. The kids were running around, kids crying everywhere, screaming. It yeah. was like, oh, this makes me want to wait a lot longer to have kids. Well, so, I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of having kids. I think something your mom was saying was like, you know, it's so different when you have your own. And I think that's yeah. very true. I think a lot of people will say when you have your own kids, it's so different than when you like see other people's kids and you're not like attracted to them. Yeah. You know, in any way. Or you just don't have, like, these maternal feelings. I remember my mom, before she had my older brother, she was like, I really was concerned I wasn't going to love my baby as much as I loved my cat. Yeah. Uh, and she was, like, laughing about it now because she was like, as soon as he came out, I was like, holy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen to everybody. And I think people now, what they keep saying to us is, like, some people are saying – I was listening to another podcast and they were like, I hate when people say you're never going to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people keep saying to us, like, oh, you're never going to be like, oh, I'm ready. But then uh, there's another perspective of, like, that's not true. And, you know, some people hate when people say, you're never – I'm never yeah. going to be ready. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why yeah. that people don't like that. Because when people were saying you're never going to be ready to me, I was like, oh, it's kind of comforting. But at the same time, I'm like, well, how can I, like, pursue trying to have a baby if I'm mm. never going to be – if I'm not ready, if I don't yeah. feel ready? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we get that question all the time. Like, how do you know when you're ready to get married? How do you know when you're ready to buy a house? How do you know when you're like just some of the big life altering decisions? And I think a lot of people just say, oh, you're you're never going to be ready because there's nothing that you experience in life that I think is like raising kids. So you can't be like, okay, I've experienced this. Now I'm ready. I feel more confident. Yeah. Not that we're going to be like, I know what I'm doing, but maybe I'll feel like some people when they're trying to have kids, they're like, all I want is a baby. Mm -hmm. And that seems more ready to me than being like, yeah, you know, well, I guess that, yeah, there's definitely extremes. I mean, I know people who like having kids is their biggest, like that's all they can ever think about. Right. That's, that's what, what they've, they've wanted, wanted forever. For years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not us, unfortunately. Yeah, I just think that like I don't know how to even like go into detail about this. I feel like um when I first met you, mm-hmm. I 
I was the type of person, and no, I'm not the type of person that this, I thought this would happen to, but this did happen where I was like, I immediately was like, I'm in love with you, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was like, I want to have your babies. Like, I can't wait to have kids with this person. Like, and you guys have to understand that Pat is like a born to be dad. Mm -mm. Like, that is the type of person that he is. And that, I think when you're younger too, you're like, what else could I ask for in like a partner and a husband to be like, when I met him, I was like, immediately, you're going to be an amazing dad. Like, I already kind of know that and knew that. Yeah. And it's such an attractive thing. You know, it's like a reason that I was like, this is perfect for me. Um, but you're just, Pat's a born to be dad. He's yeah. always had nieces and nephews. He's always been like really good with kids. Like, babies are like attracted to him in the weirdest way. Um, and I'm not necessarily like that. So I think part uh, one reason for me is that I'm, I think I'm, I mean, I, I know I'm not going to be as good of a mom as you are, Dad. Like, I just... Mm. And, like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> you will be. I think I'll be a good mom. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to be a bad mom. I just think that, like, there's an expectation and the social norm of, like, a mom to be perfect and, like, obsessed with her kids and not working or whatever it is. And it's, like, I just think that you already have that more of, like, a maternal... Yeah. Paternal? paternal? <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like factor in your personality than me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys know I have a huge family. I have a ton of cousins. I remember when I was like eight years old, like wanting to volunteer to like watch the kids who were like two and three or younger. And like, I always wanted to be the one that was like babysitting or just taking care of the kids. Yeah. And I think for me, it was I was always comfortable because there were always kids around. And some people who I think are like, oh, I don't even know how to hold a baby. Yeah. Because like, they they weren't raised with kids all around or whatever, like the experience of it. I don't think that's me, but I understand what you're saying. No, I think you're going to be, I mean, you're going to be a great mom. It's like you're fine with kids and you're, or you're good with kids. You're good with everything. And- <laughs> When we were talking about it with my parents um, this weekend, I forget how it came up with them, but we were just sitting around having conversation, and my dad was talking about it. He's like, um, he said that it's on-the-job training, right? Like, you can read books. You can talk to other people who have gone through it. You can, like, learn as much as you can, but until you become a parent and you start doing it, like, that's when you're really going to learn how everything works and like how to be the best parent you can be. Yeah. I kind of think we should start reading some and maybe it'll just spark other reasons for us. Okay. Can I have your phone? Okay. Didn't you see these on a reel or something? A reel? Or what? I thought you said that. No, I saw another podcast do something like this and I was like, it kind of was just like relevant to our life. So I was like, I feel like we should, we should do this. It'd be fun. I wanted to do like a fun episode, but also like obviously have purpose. Yeah. Like meaning. Um, so this is like, people are sharing why they never want to have kids and it's very important and there's a lot of different ones and I just think we could kind of bounce off of like each one. So the first one is, I honestly don't like the type of world we live in. Yes, there are good people in this world, but there is a lot of bad and no matter what, you can't protect your children from everything. So I wouldn't want to bring a child into this world because it's not ideal. So like, I feel like part of me is like, oh, this is super rational, (laughs) but then the other part of me is like, when I mean, we're not really going to get like super political, but when you're talking about like guns recently and the climate change and all the things that like we can't necessarily control right now, 
mm-hmm. but you're thinking about bringing a kid into the world. And some people are really like, I'm not having kids because I think that global warming or climate change is actually going to affect my kid's life. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like put that on them or we can't protect them, which is like such a scary thing. Like I think yeah, when you right now, it's like we don't know what we don't have. And it's kind of a great feeling because if I don't have this thing that I'm going to like be obsessed with in love. Mm-hmm. But once we do, we are going to be like. It's just going to be different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't really relate to, like, that reasoning, I guess. I think it's, uh, like, the fear of bringing somebody into, the, like, the world that like you, you're going to mess it up, you know? future. To me, that's almost, like, there's, I don't know. I don't know the people who put this or said that, but, like, there's other reasons behind that. To me, that's just like an excuse almost because part of, I think, like parenting is to like protect your kids from those things and teach them how to be good people and show them how to be good people. And like what other people are like, there's always been bad people in the mm-hmm. world. There's always been these fears. There's always been. And like, yeah. like love and innovation and like, all of the stuff, the good stuff still prevails, right? Like, yes, absolutely. Uh, who knows where global warming is going and when and blah, 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 blah. But, like, for me to say, okay, that's – if I wanted kids, which I do, like, to me, saying that's, like, a reason not to have kid is, like – a kid is, like, a – I don't know. It seems like an excuse that's, yeah. like – I think the message behind it is, like, the fear that people have that, like, they're not going to be good enough parents or that they're not going to be able to, like, protect their kids. And, like, that's what you are supposed to do as a parent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like that would be like, if the if this reason was, um, I'm afraid I'm not going to be a good enough parent. Okay, I can understand that. But to say that like it's a bad world we live in, therefore I can't have kids. Like that's yeah. I don't know. No, I I agree. I don't fully agree that this is like a reason not to have kids. Yeah. But I I get the fear behind it. Yeah, this one I can relate to. <laughs> which I feel selfish saying this, but I think it's like pretty real. Um, it says, I'm scared of losing myself if I have kids. I've seen so many people's identities become about their kids 100%. Every waking moment becomes about the children in some way. I don't want my life to be like that. And I'm also afraid that as a woman, especially one who has worked with kids for the last four years, I'll be forced to do the bulk of the work that comes with raising a child. I think I think about this in terms of like, yeah. one, my body. And like, I'm not really afraid to say it because I think that everybody probably thinks it. But like, you are sacrificing something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sacrificing that because I'm getting something obviously greater in return, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have feelings about that. And yeah, yeah, my identity. I feel like even marriage has changed our identities a little bit. So like bringing kids into it is going to change it even more. Yeah. Would you say marriage has changed your identity for the better or worse? I think mostly for the better. Yeah. But I think there are things that i'm like oh like trying to regain our independence again and Mm -hmm. i think that's maybe the only thing that i'm like that's something i don't like about it yeah but i think mostly like i've learned a lot about me and about you and like that but yeah Yeah, and i i don't want to like be the one trying to like counter argue these or like whatever i kind of am because the for me if you're worried about losing yourself you're like you're assuming that a kid is going to have a negative impact on your identity when for a lot of people 
kids have a really positive impact on totally. somebody's identity. I think it's being also and realistic about the negatives because people tend to not talk about them as much. Like that there are things that you're going to be risking or sacrificing. And instead of being like a mom is obviously like it's a gift to be a mom and it's like all these great things, but it comes with things that people don't want to admit, I yeah. guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, heck, some of my siblings whose like identity or their, their life has completely changed because of their kids. Like their lives are about their kids. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. Like, if I ask either of those siblings or whoever the person mentioned in this, like, I've watched people's identity change to be all about their kids. Like, if you ask them and said, is that a bad thing? Most of those people would say no. Would they I, say no because they don't want to admit that there's no, that it's, like... I think they say, I don't think it's a bad thing because I want my life to be of about Of course, my kids. but do you want it to be 100% about your kids? If I'm okay with it, then yeah. But I think most people maybe aren't okay with it. But it's, or not most, but I think some people aren't okay with that. But it's not it's not acceptable to admit that or to say it. Don't you think? <laughs> no, I. I think if this somebody, is why I can't be a mom. <laughs> yeah, I think if somebody knows that their life and their everything, all their waking hours are about their kids, and they're like, "Damn, I don't want it to be this way," then they can change that. Right? Like, if they're aware of it, that's like, they're like, okay, this is something I don't want. So they're working away from it. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that it's hard. And I think the point of this is, like, you know, they're saying that every waking moment is about the children. And that's true. And it's, yes, I think once you have them, you might feel like, I don't care because this is what it's supposed to be about. I love my kids. Like, I want it to be like that. But I just think there's, like, this other factor that's, like, yeah, I think it's okay to be like, wow, my life is like different and I don't necessarily, I'm not like always so happy about that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like I'm worried about like losing myself or like what I'm striving to become to work on, to grow towards, to whatever. Like you're going to end up sacrificing that and that's what people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's committed 100% of their time to their kids, I don't see that as, like, a bad thing. Totally. I mean, yeah. that's, like, with anything. I think this is just talking about the feeling of that yeah. person who doesn't want that. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. God, a lot of these are about, like, climate crisis, mm. which is extra scary. My big wake-up call happened when I realized that I was jealous of pregnant women and new moms for all the attention they were getting, not for the actual baby. I learned a lot about myself in that moment. <laughs> That's like kind of the same thing with weddings. Yeah. Like when you're like, oh, I just want that wedding, but not necessarily like to be married. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've always been grossed out by pregnancy. It freaks me out so much. I already have body image issue- issues. I don't need to add a whole pregnancy trauma to that. Yeah. Like this is obviously a big one. And like, I don't have body issues necessarily, but one, I think a lot of people, including myself, are terrified of giving birth. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. And part of me really does want to. Like, I'm like, when I think about, like, if I don't get to carry my own baby, I think I'd be sad. Like, I do want to, like, experience that. But there's a lot of reasons, like, personally why I'm like, this could be also terrible for me. Yeah. Like, the whole mentally idea, and physically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for obviously for the woman, it's a bigger, like, physical burden. You're the one carrying the baby. You're the one 
growing the baby. You're the one experiencing the pregnancy. Um, and I, I like kind of agree with that. The, the whole like physical experience of that, like, I don't know, kind of makes my, my stomach twirl a little bit. Awesome. This is the other reason why I I cannot do this. I remember (laughs) when my, some of my older siblings, when they brought home like their ultrasound pictures, I would always be like, please don't show me those. Like, it's just, and I don't know Things are going to have to change around here if we're going to have a baby. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, it is, like, it's it's such a foreign thing for me to, like, not understand, but, like, I will never experience that. I will never experience a pregnancy. But I feel the same way you feel right now. Like, I've never experienced it until I do, which you won't experience that, but I have never. So I'm still also like, yeah, what? Yeah. How does that happen? But the fact is, every pregnancy and like so many people have experienced it and a lot of people have a positive experience it so it's like and people continue to do it yeah and people continue to do it so like you can do it you will <laughs> you guys this you makes know, me whatever. i don't even know because when we were talking with our friends caroline mm-hmm. and ben we were talking with them ben is like gonna be a doctor or whatever he comes from like a lot of doctors and actually he comes from gynecologists and so he, like, is so, like, ready for that or whatever. And, like, it, that doesn't bother him at all. But we were, like, all together and we were talking and you said something. Like, I was, like, I'm so worried about, like, afterwards and, like, what if, you know, a big fear is, like, what if your husband isn't attracted to you anymore? And you're, like, you said something like, yeah, I know what you mean. I was, like. No, I'm not attracted to you. Like, that is. And you still have never made me feel comfortable about that. So that's cool. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, that's an issue for me. No, but. No, it really is because it's like things are going to look different. They're going to be different. And it's like you could have that like, yeah, I'm not I'm not really feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, worried about that at all. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'll love you more after that. I like, hope so. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're not making me feel comfortable or confident about this. So, so yeah. Where, why did I bring that up? Whatever the reason we just read. Yeah. I just think... There's definitely a bigger... Like, the physical experience of pregnancy. While, like, that is a big thing that can have an impact. Obviously, that's not... Like, that's the beginning of parenting. Mm -hmm. But that's not parenting. I think also for me, like, I have more of an expectation and, like, a hope of what it will be like the day that, like, I give birth to a baby with you. Like, mm-hmm. I have this, like, really high expectation of, like, what it will feel like and what it will be like more than I ever did for, like, my wedding day. Like, yeah. people are, like, have these expectations of their wedding day to be, like, absolutely perfect. And ours totally was. But for the day of, like, having a baby, like, I I feel like I already have an expectation of, like, what you should be doing and, like, how you should be and, like, how you should make Uh-oh. me. Like, all of this stuff. Yeah. And it has to live up to that. Yeah. So. I feel like the... the- Compared to, like, okay, the day you get married, compared to the day when you have a kid, like, marriage is, like, an event in that way, whereas, like, having a kid, you're like, holy shit, everything is different from here forward. But also, like, like, I'm saying, yes, that, but also, like, that moment of, like, mm -hmm. me being in extreme pain or whatever it is and also needing you to be, like completely there for me but also like 
Yeah, just like, yeah. I don't know, like there for me, but also there for like the baby and like just kind of yeah. like got to be your best self that I will day, be. you know? I will be. <laughs> okay. You can hold one hand that you're squeezing and then I'll have the other hand to catch the baby. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> um, just we're not really there, I guess. It doesn't sound like we're we're there. So I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if like there will ever be a moment where we're like, wow, we're. We got until we're like six months pregnant, and it's like, you know. Yeah, I I don't know exactly what you mean. What do you mean we're not there? I just feel like there's so many like there's all these like concerns before you like decide to do that, and I think I don't know. I hear a lot of like what it was like afterwards for couples, and a lot of them are like, oh my god, like it was like the best bonding experience, and it's like. I don't know how you, like, kind of get to that point where you talk about, like, what's – you don't know what's going to happen, but you talk about, like, this is what you should expect. Like, this is what mm. it might be like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just had, like, a picture in my head, like, you were talking about, like, the moment right there. But I was like, well, could you imagine, like, the first night home and we're, like, sitting on the couch holding our baby? Yeah. Like, and it's like we're having a glass of wine, candles are lit, TV's on, hopefully. and we're holding a or baby. Or we're, <laughs> we're crying because the baby won't stop crying and it's, no. like, a mess. <laughs> Early on, the babies are just like potatoes. Yeah. Like, they don't do much. But um, Okay, that's reading that. I don't think I'd be a good parent. I don't think badly of myself. I just don't think I'm cut out for it. I feel like this is like for those people that genuinely just like don't want kids. And not that they would be a bad parent. But mm-hmm. I think it kind of relates to people just being like, I'm just not cut out to be a parent. Like, I don't want to be a parent. Yeah. And like, we don't really let people do that. Yeah. Kind of. I think like the... I'm not cut out to be a parent. Like, I don't know. People need to give themselves some credit. Like, you would figure it out. Anybody, yeah. I think, would figure it out. Like, once you realize, like, oh, my goodness, I'm in charge of this thing. I need to keep it alive. Like, you would do it. Unless, like, you're a drug addict drunk who has other issues. Like, yeah, like, that other stuff would get in your way. I do think, though, like, the decision to... What was the beginning of that the person said? Why they... I just don't think I'd be a good parent. Yeah. Like, I I think that's a very, like, real answer. Like, I don't see myself being a good parent. I I don't want to have kids. And, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think whether, like, if you don't want them because you just don't want kids, that's one thing. But if you don't want them because you think you're not going to be a good parent, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a whole other thing. Because, Yeah. yeah, I I, have, I think if you think you're not going to be a good parent, then you probably will. Like, or some people are like, they don't want to mimic how their parents were. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you probably won't because yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. I have some cl- super close friends and family members that I don't think want kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly know, like, what their reasoning is. Yeah. I know. I would like to know. Yeah. We should ask them. Yeah. I don't want to have my own child parentheses give birth to one because at some point in my life if i do want kids i'd rather adopt there are millions of kids without any parents at all and after orphanage or foster homes they have to fend for themselves completely with no connection or experience of how life is outside that environment i kind of uh feel that pat always says this i always have wanted to adopt a kid yeah and there's there's an ad right your wife into the mix there and there's an ad right now on like it's a tv commercial and it's, I think, local to where we are. Uh, it's, like, based on, like, a Philadelphia orphanage. And they're, like, interviewing the kids. Like, why do you think it's important that people adopt? And, this, like, the kids' answers are, like, to me, heartbreaking. 
Like, Wait, asking the parents why they want to adopt? No, asking the kids who are in the orphanage why mm-hmm. they think people should adopt. And just their answers are just like so heartbreaking. And it's like... What are their answers? The one person says, because all kids deserve to have a loving family. And right now I don't have a loving family. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It It's like one thing that always makes me emotional mm-hmm. because like... The foster care system and, like, orphanages and adoption is very broken in the U.S. It's, um, yeah, like, first off, the cost, the expense of, like, the financial burden to adopt a kid is, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, it's not. Which makes people not be yeah, able which, to do it. And, yeah, and, it, and it, it can take a very long time, which, like, obviously the background checks and everything, like, you don't want to be putting kids into you know, people's houses who shouldn't be getting mm-hmm. kids put in their houses. So, like, the background checks and everything, like, takes a long time. Yeah. And it's just not, like, a, you know, a seamless process that is for the best for the kids, I think. Um, but you would want to. Yeah. Because you're saying because of the program. I just feel like it's part of something that I want to do in my life. Like, I know I have a lot of love to give, and I want to try and give it to people who don't always get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. They're... I feel like we've watched movies on orphanages and documentaries and read about them in these commercials, and it's just, like, always, like, an emotional thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's something I could be convinced into, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if that's, like sounds horrible yeah i yeah i don't know if i'm like if i it's definitely not for everybody and it's not you know like you like you said about your mom who's like i don't know how i would feel about a kid compared to how i love my cat right Mm -hmm. so the experience of like okay i'm gonna adopt a kid i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this kid right which is like my fear of course it's not yeah didn't come from your body it's not our dna it's not whatever but i mean again the same when you take care of anything and you provide for them and like you fall in love yeah and i don't know yeah yeah okay i think one that i've heard and i don't know if this is in there but people don't want to have kids because they don't want to change their own lifestyle Mm mm-hmm And, like, for us right now, that's a big one that, like, when we talk about kids, that we talk about. Because, I mean, how many trips recently has Julia been on? And, you know, when we did our two weeks in Europe and we've done a lot of different things. Like, you can bring your kids on that, but it's going to be different. Yeah, I think, like, the thing I don't like right now is, like, I'm trying to, like, get it out of my system. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but I don't really want to have to feel like. I have to stop my life. Like, my things I want to do are, like, really important to me. And, like, I think what I'm trying to tell myself is, like, oh, just because you have kids doesn't mean you have to do stop your life and you have to stop doing those things. But I think, like, realistically, it'll be a lot harder. And the reason people don't do a lot of those things isn't because they don't want to. It's because that they feel like they kind of can't or it's just easier not to or it would be so hectic or, you know, and it's, like, then you're at a point where it has stopped your life because it's just so much harder to continue to travel with a baby or kids or like yeah. I was on the plane and there was like kids crying and I was like, I can't even listen to them cry, let alone like it be my own. 
Yeah. Well, an example of this um, that is very real for, for Julie and I right now is you guys know we're both sleep snobs. Our little doggy, Willow, does not like to sleep, sleep anymore. And like yeah. for us, that's hard enough with a, a dog. I know. And if it was a kid, like a baby, crying and not, you know, sleeping. Well, that's why it's like you have to be really ready. You have to really be like, I want this. Like, well, I'm that, ready for that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is an example of if people are like, look, I'm not ready to give that up. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to change my lifestyle. But I think a lot of people just start to have kids because they're like, oh, well, like, that's the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I can yeah. see how people like, oh, that's the next thing. I should do it. Because, I don't know, I feel like with you and I, like, we have some things we're figuring out, but we're kind of like... I don't know. Maybe a kid would bring some excitement and bring some like, not like. Yes, I know. Okay, life is not right now, but like life becomes like a little bit monotonous where you're doing the same, same thing, thing yeah. every day. Like it gets a little boring. Like okay, a kid would be like a big mix up to that and give us. Yeah, I think also on. one kid is sounds a lot more doable than having more but at the same time if i have one i do want them to have siblings so if i'm yeah. committing to one i'm committing to like the next few years of having more yeah and like well that's why we're gonna have one and adopt one one of our own and another one of our own but i want maybe three we but have, then i'm like well. will i want more than <laughs> financially are, well, will i want more than one well we were talking to my parents um my, my, it was only going to be parents, around another like five years. My parents, when they were saying, when they were my age, they had six kids. Oh already. my god! And we were like, oh my. Okay, goodness, that's, that's the other thing crazy. too is that you are in your almost mid thirties. Are you in your mid thirties? No, I'm in my mid. And I'm still in my twenties, but I feel like I could have a kid right now. But I also like I want my parents to have grandkids, and like yeah. that's not a reason alone to have kids. But like I'm excited for like my dad to have his first, and I promise it'll be me before my brother. So. I don't promise, but I think yeah, it will. Who knows? I think it will. Yeah. Um, and like I want that. I want my brothers to be uncles. Like I, yeah. I do want like that type of thing, and it'll. I know it'll be so fun in that aspect, but I'm also trying to be like so realistic about it. like, okay, yeah, like, that'll be fun, but like at the end of the day, like they're ours to take care of, and like, yeah. I <laughs> as you guys can tell, and I like we, we <laughs> talk and pages. think about this. Well, kind I, of. I don't know if we're on different pages, but we do talk about it and think about it a lot. Like it's, Yeah, we do talk about it a lot. It's something that is like on our horizon. And we keep saying, like, I, you know, I've talked to some of my friends and they're like, oh, yeah, we're trying to have mm-hmm. kids. Or I remember one of my uh, buddies, and he's got three kids now, with their first. He was like, you know, the really strict regiment they were on to try and have their first one. And like, yeah, you know, it's always different. So we're like, we keep like joking, like, okay, let's maybe not try and have kids, but let's not not try. try. I know, but that's like, trying. To and me. then it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Then it's it's like, like we're risking it. Yeah, be, be a little less or a little more risky, but not as like regiment to like. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's like kind of where we're. At. I think, you know, from the beginning, you have always been more ready and like that's just Mm. a fact kind of like i think no matter at what point if we had a child you would have been like this is fine we'll we'll be fine with it and yeah i think you also worry about how i'm gonna be which makes me more worried because i'm just like even like the act of being pregnant i think like hormonally will like really i hope it doesn't but i think 
Like, my mom loved being pregnant, but I know people that hated it. And I think it'll mentally affect me more than I would like. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, kind of throughout our relationship, there were, like, if we have a baby, we have a baby, we'd be fine. Now it's, like, real. Um, mm-hmm. not it, It's, like, real as in, like, okay, we're really talking about it. And, then, yeah, I think we... I just have, like, the confidence in us, right? That, like, we would be able to figure it out. We would be able to make it work. We would mm-hmm. be able to do whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God, I just had a, I just had a thought. <laughs> Let's hear it. I can't say it. Say it. What if I poop? <laughs> when I give birth, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Oh my Nothing. god! All right, I have to end this episode. No, gosh. I cannot talk about it anymore. Ugh. We're not ready. Julia's not there. <laughs> no, seriously. What? What will you do? I don't know. What do you think I'll do? Like run away? Yeah, yeah. I'll just run away and never <laughs> be, be seen like, again. Oh my god! I'll be was... like, oh my gosh, my wife pooped. <laughs> exactly yeah what do you mean you poop every day <laughs> yeah but different i was listening to the this podcast the girl who had her first baby and she's like said that her mom was there with her and she was like after she was like oh my god like whatever and then she said that her husband to this day is like no you didn't like i didn't like i didn't see anything and she's like he's totally lying to me like 100 percent lying so cool cool <laughs> but that's like you're you're like everybody has experienced that Oh, I it's know, not that but... big of a deal. Okay, well, thank you for saying that. I feel like I've been waiting for you to say something like that. Jeez, it took 45 minutes. <laughs> We're going to have to have more talks about this oh, in private, gosh. you guys. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I feel like overall, it's okay if you don't want to have kids. Yeah. If you feel like you really just don't want to have kids, maybe you will. People are like, oh, you will later, but maybe you won't, and that's like fine. I do think that we both do want kids, so that's like, you know, something we're talking about. I'm not pregnant, so stop DMing me asking. Um, but if I am, I'll let you guys know. We'll call you. Yeah. Be the first well, you guys will be call. the first to know <laughs> my whole Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it for this episode. Uh, we got two new reviews. Let's go. I know. Thank you, guys, if you've left a review. It was really sweet. And if you want to leave one, you can um, send the episode to a friend or whatever you want to do. Follow us on Instagram. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. See you, everybody. Bye.